0: You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast.
1: The NFL is in full swing. It's about time we do our thing. No time for dunks and finger rolls Dropping pucks and scoring goals Home runs and strikeouts off the summer Tight spirals flying all around Touchdowns abound Let's talk some football Crushing beers and throwing fits Let's talk some shit It's the Binge Sports Camp K- 8 three
0: six2 welcome everybody to the binge sports cast it's week 11 I am PJ and as always joined by my main man TM TM how are you feeling on this glorious night and I, I know. am feeling great no I know why it's glorious but
2: we're here I'm glorious. talking to you that's right. It's glorious. Tomorrow's a half day. We've got a four day weekend. Yes, uh, football Thursday. Big, big college game Saturday. Oh, Friday skipped Friday. I'm yeah. going to Dolphins at Jets at the Black Friday. The first Black Friday game ever. I'll be there. The crew's going to be there. Friday, Saturday, the big college matchup. Sunday, more NFL. Monday, more NFL. I mean, come on! What a great, what a great five days of football we're about to embark on
0: here. I was just thinking, as that sounder was going on, I was like, dude, we just literally came off of great college football Saturday, NFL Sunday, a marquee matchup, Monday night football. And oh, yeah, We got to wait two days, and we're going to get right back into the swing of things. Three games on Thursday. We've got the, the NFL game on Friday, um, and I don't know, is the is it the Texas Oklahoma game or is the, I can't remember what the 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 rivalry game is on Friday and then obviously we've got like you said the uh Michigan Ohio State game on Saturday NFL games on Sunday
2: Well isn't Mississippi Mississippi State is is that Thursday night or Friday night? I know that's a night game. I think that's actually I'm going to tell you right now. I've got this app. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. It's called Yahoo Sports.
0: Yeah. So uh, I've got it. Thursday, so, so
2: Thursday night, Thursday night, and then Friday's TCU Oklahoma at noon. Nice.
0: And then whoa, there's a lot of Fridays. Yeah, Texas, Texas Tech, and then Oregon, Oregon oh. State. It'd be a big one. It's a lot of implications this weekend on the college football playoff, which just came out tonight. Uh, the new ratings. I got to sell my
2: ticket. I got to sell my ticket to the Dolphins game. I had no idea these games were on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but Auto yeah, I'm Nebraska. Uh, I am fighting it tonight. TM, you probably hear it a little bit in my voice. I had what is, was on a two-day bender, a two-day birthday bender, by the way. Yes, yes. happy and birthday. Thank yes, you. Yes, sir. But we took the boys to uh, the, the the game on Sunday. We were up at 7, tailgating by 8. And uh, in celebration of the Lions' victory, the comeback victory, we stayed downtown till it got dark and... I was texting UTM. We took them, we brought them back home locally and then took them to the dive bar to watch more football. And it was, it was amazing. I was paying for it on Monday morning, but it was a great day, great birthday celebration. And, uh, it couldn't be, uh, more pumped up to talk about it today great. or tonight. And, and like you said, get back right back into it after, uh, a Wednesday half day. Um, Yes. But I guess with that TM, let's just jump right into college football. Let's see where we're yes. at. Let's see how what we're feeling, and uh, we'll we'll move on.
1: College roundup. PJ will break it down. Just give him time. College roundup. TM ain't got no fucking clue. He went D three. She.
0: Sheesh.
2: Oh, oh really? boy, what a weekend ahead! The the game of
0: every year,
2: Ohio State at Michigan, yeah. two versus three. Are you ready for this or what?
0: No, man, I'm ready for it to fucking be <laughs> over. I'm so tired of, and we've talked about it in this show. And I thought when this came out mid October, this whole cheating, and I'm 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 putting this in quotes, cheating scandal um that it was going to just kind of blow over and we'd get in trouble for, you know, illegally yep. scouting,
1: you know, and yep. and
0: it's it has just shifted into this like cheating thing, which I I I guess if you want to I mean, yes, if you break the rules you're cheating. But it's it's to me it's just you're not in game you're not doing anything more than anybody else is doing and that's where this narrative has changed where you look on 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 twitter and on espn and all the sports reports about see this guy look what he's doing he's he's pointing out what 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 play they're calling and we sit here in metro detroit and we're we're like looking at each other like yeah Every single team in college football does that. It's nothing new. Literally, that's what you do and what you pay guys to do. Now, yes, if they were videotaping people and getting an advantage, making it easier, I guess. That's the best way to put this. Making it a little bit easier to decipher their signs then fine. Yes. Just, just fucking penalize us for it. Like just be done with it. I'm just so tired of it, TM. I'm so tired of it. And if, if Michigan loses to Ohio state because Ohio state was better on that day, then great. Then just get it over. They don't have to fucking hear about it. I have to listen about it. I have to hear about how this, it like, Michigan, the only reason they started winning was because they started cheating. Or maybe it's because we actually got a competent quarterback. And then everybody forgets that in 2018, we were undefeated going to, like the narrative has, has shifted to Jim Harbaugh was horrible up until 2021. And it's just, it is so laughable. And yes, we had some down years and when he came in, you know, we, we we went in the transfer portal to get our quarterbacks. It took him five years to get a quarterback. Now, is that his fault? Absolutely. And was I one? I'll show you. I'll tweet you a pumpkin that says fire Harbaugh because I wasn't confident. I remember it. Right? I remember. Oh, yeah. So, but that's that doesn't mean that this guy who was successful and has been successful at every level didn't know how to coach. And it right. wasn't because some guy was paying his buddies to stand in the stands of Rutgers and videotape Greg Shiano's play calls that they all of a sudden became this dominant force. Yeah, that's
2: stupid. It's so stupid. So it's stupid. They're not even talk about it here, man. They, I mean, the, you know, it's, it was reported that he got suspended and they're just talking about him coaching the Jets.
0: Oh yeah, plus well, <laughs> yeah, the Bears I mean, too. It's the Jets. It's the Bears. Yeah, it's, yeah. you know the Colts San Diego, last year.
1: Dodgers, right?
0: So, uh, but it's it's what sucks, TM, is we're sitting here talking about that, or I'm talking about that, instead of talking about the game, right. and instead of saying you know that I am a little bit worried about Michigan's ability to stop Ohio State. Um, Michigan's offensive line isn't as good as they've been. In years past, they weren't—they're not as good as they were last year or the year before. That—that um, that showed during the Penn State game. Now, Penn State's defensive line is one of the best in the country, uh, and Michigan was able to work out and figure out and coach and make adjustments. You know, that's what you do. You know, it's not because you have some guy with a cell phone. You make adjustments. And then you dominate second halves, which is what we did to Ohio State for the last two years. But, you know, uh, I don't know what to think of Ohio State. And I think people don't really know what to think of Michigan. I think it's going to be a surprise. I think either way that this game goes is going to surprise people. Mm. Because they haven't played balanced – Neither of them have played a balanced team like each other. They both played Penn State. Penn State can't throw the ball five feet down the field. And they've both, you know, played against mediocre offenses. You know, Michigan struggled a little bit with uh, Maryland this past weekend, but so did Ohio State. You know, that game, I think, with Ohio State and Maryland was 20-17 to going into the fourth quarter. So it's... It is good that it's in Ann Arbor uh, for the the Wolverine's sake. Uh, but if Ohio State were to come out and win thirty five to twenty four, would it surprise me? Not really. Um, if Michigan won thirty five to twenty one, would it surprise me? No. Maybe maybe that score's too high. Maybe a twenty four seventeen game or a twenty four. Yeah, that's a lot of
2: game. That's a lot of points.
0: Yep. So I'm I'm worried a little bit. I mean, JJ McCarthy hasn't looked great the last handful of games. And and again, it goes back to the offensive line, not necessarily being able to protect him, but that's just not the quarterback he is. He's not um, you know, he's not a guy that's gonna throw the ball 35 times. And if we need him to, it's gonna be an issue. So yeah. I hope that Michigan's defense can hold steady and allow our conditioning and us to win in the trenches like we have the last two years and just pound the rock. That's all we can hope for.
2: Right. Yeah, I mean, you got to control it's ball control, got to have control of the clock, the defense. You know, you take Harrison Jr. out of this game or just, you know, contain him, and you should have a good chance of winning. I, I mean, I don't, even, even though we're talking about the number two and number three teams in the country, I don't think we're talking about, you know, two top ten quarterbacks. So, I mean maybe maybe you know, JJ's in the sec towards the back of a of a top 10, but I mean he's mentioned in the yeah. The Heisman, I think just because, you know, you guys are undefeated, but you're winning with defense. I don't think the Ohio State quarterback's very good. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be super low scoring. I think um I think if you guys can establish the run, you can control the game and win. I think it's gonna be seventeen thirteen, twenty seventeen, something something like that. Something real real like real tough, you know, AFC North type of a game.
0: Yep. And um, I think I think that'll depend on how how the turnovers fall. If it's a clean game, then yeah, seventeen thirteen. But I, I feel like there'll be a turnover somewhere that will turn into points. That pushes that game into the 20s. But that'll be, you know, it's going to be win the turnover battle and, uh, you know, control the ball. Don't let the other team dictate what you want to do. So if Michigan doesn't want to throw the ball, you know, 40 times, they want to run it down your throat 30 times in a row, then that's what we're going to do.
2: Right. Now, okay, so let's talk to some questions because, you know, You're the college guy here. I went D3. So, if whoever loses this game, are they out of Uh, the top four, like, for the year?
0: If it's Michigan, 1,000%. Nobody, (laughs) nobody more so than the NCAA or probably the college football playoff wants there to be any chance that they're... Potential champion could be tainted, right? The college football playoff has always come out and said if a team is bowl eligible, then they are eligible to, you know, to to be in the college football playoff. But so that said, if Michigan loses, they will 100% drop down to six, seven, eight. They'll they'll love them for you know a New Year's six because Michigan travels well, big fan base, but. They there is zero chance in hell they would ever put them back. Um, Ohio State, if it's a close game and things fall their way, like Washington loses, um, Georgia wins out, then and maybe Florida State loses, then then uh, then yeah, I mean I think you could see Ohio State squeak back in there. But what the football committee doesn't want is the worst-case scenario for them is Alabama beating Georgia and Washington winning, Florida State winning, and then Ohio State or Michigan. It doesn't matter. So you'll have three undefeated conference champions, and then you'll have Alabama at 12-1, and you'll have Georgia at 12-1, and and you'll have Texas at twelve and one, who beat Alabama. So you're Ooh, gonna have five yeah. six teams, six teams, three, you know, two in the SEC, one in the Big Twelve, um, and three undefeateds that you have to, you know, three undefeated champions in power five conferences that you have to keep in there, and then this like love triangle. So what do you do? Yeah.
2: Now, Georgia, Alabama, that game is in the Georgia Dome, right? That's neutral field.
0: Oh, uh, that's I would, the yeah, SEC I would championship. So. Yeah, I'm pretty Champions sure it's every year. Yeah, yeah. All right.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we have a couple predictions here. After Georgia and Alabama both smoke this weekend, because that's what they're going to do. I don't know. I don't. I've watched enough of those two teams this year. I would. I. I cannot with the eye test. I cannot see Alabama upsetting Georgia. There would have to be some really weird shit that goes on in this game. And you can say everyone. You know, a lot of people say, "Oh, this isn't." You know, this this Georgia team isn't as strong as teams of the past. Well, guess what? This Bama team isn't as strong as. Teams of the past. Yes, they're good. The defense is solid. The offense has come on. Milrose playing better, but overall, they're not. No. You know, they're, 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 they are, you know, they are where they are right now at at, uh, 10 and 1, but they're beating a lot. A lot of, there's a lot of bad SEC, especially this year. The SEC has really taken a step back this year overall, aside from obviously these top two teams. So I think they'll be okay there. Um, I'm rooting for Michigan. Do I think it's a toss-up? I think you're the better team from what I've watched this year, but it's that kind of game where anything can happen. So I would say if Michigan wins, you're going to have Washington beat Washington State. Oregon's going to beat Oregon State. So that's going to be the conference championship game there, which is phenomenal. And I would say they're just better off. I mean, you, they're doing the best by the, the, you know, the current setup if that team the winner of the what is it? What is that fucking the Pac-10, Pac-12, right?
0: Yeah,
2: the Pac-12, which is no longer after this. The winner of that should be the four. Then you get a fun matchup with Georgia. Them and then you've got Michigan. Oh wait, hold on. I'm uh, I'm not eliminating Ohio. State. You got to get Ohio State out if Michigan wins. I think you're 100 percent right about your point. Michigan is out if they lose this game. So so really. That unfortunately puts added pressure on you guys, which is stupid. And it's stupid that Harbor is not there. You're winning. Ohio State, fuck off. I think Florida State's gonna lose to Florida without Travis. I think that's that's kind of the that's like that kind of eliminates your little mix up there for, for the I think I think that'll be taken care of. I think that's unfortunate. I like Travis. It's been a fun year for them, but the ACC is the weaker, con- the weakest conference here out of all of them, and that'll kind of clean that up. Um, so I think it, I think it'll be a little bit cleaner. I see what you're saying though, and it could be possible. I mean, I'm pretty confident Washington's going to win because I think Washington should have already lost. To they they really played a shit game against Arizona State that one late Saturday night recently. And then everybody started picking against them the next couple of weeks, and they've come out and won their games pretty convincingly. So I think they're a strong team, but Oregon, a lot of people say Oregon's Oregon is like the best team in the country. So if they can smoke Oregon State and yeah. then beat Washington, they've got a serious case, and I can see the committee wanting them to be the four. And they should get in over Ohio State. Because Michigan would then, Michigan would, I mean, anybody's beaten Iowa. So,
0: that's not not an issue. So, yeah. And and don't forget, so Florida State also, I think they've already clinched the number one spot. So, they also have to play Louisville. Right. That's already scheduled. So, even if they win, I mean, they got to win twice. But I think the committee, based on. They've already moved
2: them, right? They've already moved them to five. Correct. So they've already inconvenienced to them. If they would have left them at four, then it was like, hey, if they win out, you can't move them down, for a, right. you know, yeah. a down for a one-loss Ohio State team or one-loss any team. So yeah. that's the idea there. I mean, it's it's so fucking ridiculous how they but, can you know manipulate by something like a move like that. I mean, I guess it's a fair. Movement, but what did Florida State do wrong? Their quarterback got injured. They still won.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you can't necessarily penalize them if they... Well, they
2: did, though. They did. They penalized them by moving them down a spot, I think. Well... And that's to make their lives easier when it comes down to the shenanigans that you're, you know, predict not predicting, but projecting are, you know, real possibility, which they are.
0: Well, the question is, did they move them down or did they just have Washington move up since they beat a top 15 team? And that well that's their argument at least, right?
2: Yeah. So, well, like I said, Washington I mean that game was close, 22-20, but they were on the road. Yeah. They handled Utah. And they, Honestly, they after that play. Arizona State team, they they slapped around on the road Stanford. They beat USC by 10, 50, you know, 52-42 and basically ended their season and his chance at a Heisman and then they beat Utah at home, which everybody, you know, Utah's everybody's darling this year. But I'm so sick and tired of hearing about it because they fucking lose every game. Everybody says they're going to win, and, they
0: and beat uh, yeah. So I mean,
2: and then they beat Oregon State, and they beat Oregon. Yeah, no, it's fair. I mean, they should they should have probably been moved up a little sooner. But it's that Arizona State crap fest that,
0: and, and, and had them on they had them on
2: watch. You know, because everybody kind else of, was picking against. It's them. kind
0: of the Big Ten's fault since everybody else sucks. And the Big Ten has two in the top four, which we know that's not gonna remain. And that's why sometimes right. like people get all bent out of shape with this college football. Like it's kind of stupid. Now, if we're talking about temp- top twelve here and you're fighting for those bye weeks, right, then right. then that's when we're really talking. I mean, and think about it right now, TM. If we were talking top twelve right now and and Essentially, looking at next year's top twelve playoff. I mean, we still have Penn State in there, but yeah, I know. Mean, <laughs> looking at the same. let like, oh, sweet, th-
1: old oh, Miss, Ole oh, Miss, Oklahoma, LSU. Oh God, Penn State's eleven.
0: Grilled. Let's look at the top eight: Alabama, <laughs> Texas, Oregon, Washington, Florida State, Michigan, and Ohio State, Georgia. I mean, that's amazing. It's amazing if it re- that could be. It really is, yeah. And that's what it will And you'd have,
2: like, so, you've got, like, so then, like, Iowa at 17. If they were to somehow win the Big Ten, they would move up. They would have to be in the top 12, right? I mean, the conference winners are going to have to have automatic bids.
0: Well, and you get, I think, the way that it's, because it's, the way that the the New Year's Six works right now is that you get the top, the top-ranked non-Power Five conference, Winner? are they school of what do they call them? The non-top five schools? Um Non-power five. <laughs> I, I don't think that's what it's called. <laughs> but yes, that one. FCS, FCS, FBS. I don't fucking know. So, I mean, you got Tulane, and well, the big thing was James Madison, and then they lost. So
2: yeah, but James Madison wasn't eligible anyway.
0: All right. Well, that's the big fight, right? Is that they? Right,
2: but they weren't gonna. They, I think they they had already. Asked too many times. Yep.
1: But so is
2: so. This is next year. Next year we're next getting year. twelve.
0: Next year. This is the last or, 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 year. Is four. it
2: affecting the schedules? Like, are they playing less games because there's a because there's a chance to play more games? Is there anything like that? Not as far as I know. My,
0: and it's and it's a fucking Michigan schedule is already out and it's a fucking disaster. Is it? Is it another joke? No, dude. Because the entire Pac-12 is coming. We play. Oregon, USC, Washington, Ohio State. Good. I mean, it, no, it's amazing. It's amazing. And
2: but Those are the those, so those are all in conference. So who are correct. you not playing? Are there teams leaving the Big 10?
0: No, it's or you just you just don't play everybody. just don't play everybody. And they'll play right, So how about this? Certain, you know, rivalries which is right. always a, about, a disadvantage, I guess for Michigan and Ohio State. For Michigan State, and but. Ohio State 100%. Yeah.
2: All right, now how about this? Now obviously You and I are not going to sit here and change anything for the NCAA. But how about we cut some of those cupcake fucking non-conference games? Like, instead of playing every team playing, I don't know, what do you play, three or four out of the gate where you just crush everybody? It's like, it's really, it's like preseason NFL. Why don't we just play a couple more? Because now it's not going to be, I mean, I don't think you're going to see as many undefeated teams, or it's just not, I mean, you can lose a few games and you're still in it.
0: Well, they you know, all As of opposed these. To
2: the way this we're dealing with this year, where it's like you're hanging on here with how many undefeated teams. I mean, there's five.
0: Yeah, but that's, so they thought this college football playoff, this committee, this playoff committee would would do that, right? They'd be like, oh, what, Michigan, Ohio State, like you guys played nobody. I mean, Ohio State played, uh, Notre Dame. And they both right, they
2: played Penn State. Something. Ohio State played Notre Dame and you didn't play anybody.
0: We like didn't play that. anybody. But so right. people are like, oh, well, they'll just take those and they just won't even consider those. And then after a couple of years of the college football playoff, people are, like, oh, so if we lose, it's hurting us more than if we just win and dominate everybody because nobody has a nobody knows. Right. Right? So and the thing is is they'll never do it because it's such I mean, you look at Michigan Stadium, you—it's just like the preseason when you get when you get in the NFL, you get people to buy season tickets, and you automatically sell the number of tickets for your pre for your season tickets. So you're selling forty thousand Lions seats to a preseason game that wouldn't get twenty thousand, and Michigan okay. Stadium pulls in a hundred thousand people to watch Michigan play against East Carolina or UNLV, which by the way is nine and two and is going to win the fucking, you know, big sky or whatever. Um, <laughs> which one is that? The Sun Belt? I don't even I, know. Who knows? But they, there's just too much money, right? There's too much money. They they pull in millions upon millions of dollars just to host some shit team and beat up on them. And it really is a preseason and maybe they should just count it as that. Say, First four weeks don't count against anything. So everybody just schedule non power five opponents.
2: But it's money for those for those schools. Like UNLV gets money yes. for coming in there and playing.
0: Well, that's always the joke, right? Is when somebody wins, when Appalachian State beat Michigan, it was oh Michigan paid Appalachian State two million dollars to come and beat them. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's all going to work itself out tm um I'm... it usually
2: seems to right i mean and and you know that if it if if alabama wins the sec and washington and florida state find a way to lose you know we're getting Nick Saban and those alabama in, as the four absolutely and absolutely. how could you how could you argue it i mean
0: you'll well, because get, you get
2: so it would, be, it, would be, it would be michigan one Washington two or Oregon two Alabama three Georgia four something like that right I mean it would have to fall some way like yeah. that. I don't know how you moved I don't know how you moved the pac 12 all the way up to the two but if Georgia Ohio State and I guess you could say or, you know, if Oregon's out because Washington goes undefeated, that's you got Michigan and and Washington as your two undefeated teams.
0: Well, that's this is where the four. This is it, though. This is it.
2: The next two weeks are fucking amazing for college. And and I I, I was saying a few weeks ago, I was like, I'm kind of starting to get a little bored with it. And, you know, that also coincides with losing money on some of the games on things like having losing Saturdays when you're used to winning every Saturday and uh but man does it just culminates to this fantastic it's unbelievable honestly how this weekends i haven't really sat and thought about it because this is one of my busiest weeks of the year for work but the way this is falling with the, the, the three nfls and then the dolphins game and then i didn't realize there was so much like significant friday college football and then yeah. sat oh man this is crazy this is gonna be crazy
0: and if Michigan well, State wasn't such a dumpster fire, like Penn State and Michigan State are playing at Ford Field on Friday. On Friday, right. right. Which, even to start the season, everybody on, probably- – One-time
2: state. Come on, Michigan State. <laughs> they are, they One are time, baby. Garbage. Take him out. My buddy. My Dolphins buddy Joe is getting so pissed right now. He's a big Penn State guy.
0: Oh, my God. Don't worry. Oh, don't, don't worry, Joe. Don't Michigan worry, Joe. State, you still suck. Michigan
2: State is a dumpster fire. Yeah, player. Michigan State ain't going to win, yeah. Penn State by
0: 20. Well, oh, I we'll can't see. wait. We'll so see.
2: excited. Yeah.
0: All right, let's move yeah. on, TM. Let's get it back to there. the NFL. Woo! Woo! Yay! Woo! Whoa, 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 NFL Roundup. Whoa, 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 an NFL segment.
1: Whoa, 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 I made this for PJ. Are you happy now? Happy now.
0: The
2: one. Hey, quick question. Uh, as I sit here and thoroughly enjoy this Woodenville bourbon, which, if you see that anywhere, you've got to grab a bottle of this stuff. And I don't even sell it. It's my competitor's bourbon, but I don't care. This shit is delectable. Um, Slam, where are we at with that? Should I be seeing that? Because I'm not seeing it.
0: Dude, I was just at Meyer. Meyer is the Walmart of the Midwest, if anybody knows. Anyway super center um picking up stuff for thanksgiving and not only do they have hop slam there but they had a sale tm in their like craft beer section buy one get one 40 percent off whoa i was like whoa was like, like hey, anyone stuck. like i it was just this the literally the the sale signs were plastered all over everything my goodness I did not get Hopslam though because I'm just not there yet. But they did have it. They did have it.
2: I would have had it. I would have been drinking it tonight. Oh um, if I could if I could get a hold of it. Because I could just have that one. Yeah, you know? right. One. Nobody
0: can have just one TM.
2: I can on a Tuesday.
0: You know how it goes. You take that one and you're just like We're not yeah.
2: there yet. It's only week twelve, man. <laughs> We're only recapping week eleven here. So that being said. Joe Burrow goes down Thursday night. The Ravens do Ravens things. They are now the one number one seed. Um, I know you said you didn't really look into that game much. Neither did I because once I heard he got hurt on a notification putting the kids to bed, it was kind of like, ugh, this is kind of over. So I think we could kind of put the Bengals to bed. I'm not like I'm making any kind of grand statement there, but they are 0-3 in the division.
0: Yeah. I mean,
2: and the things they would have to do without him, and the fact that Pittsburgh keeps winning, um, I just, I, yeah, I think that's now a three, three. It's a three-team race now. We got it from four to three, which is good for AFC teams like myself.
0: I mean, and somebody in that division had to be last, and the Bengals were just, they, they just started too slow. Burrow was yeah, hurt, they didn't, right, right, and. Yep. It, it, it was what it is. It's crazy that we're sitting here talking about. I mean, every team in that division. Now, Tim, we didn't do a, a mid-season award show this year. Just you know, got away from us. But we always have worst team under five hundred or best team or worst team over five hundred or best team under five hundred. Yeah, and the Bengals know, would have been that, right? I mean, yes. Bengals would but have can been. I, best I'm going to cut under.
2: you off. I'm going to cut you off here quick. Yeah, you already With did. With regards. I'm going to do it again. With regards to us not doing that show, I think, I was thinking about this the other day. It's a testament to this NFL season. Now, obviously, you and I being the people doing this show, Miami and Detroit both being in first place and playing well, we're both obviously having a good time this year, but I think this is a really good NFL season. Like, I just, I, I did not think we needed a midseason award show each week is providing us with enough content where it's just like, yo, all right, that was great, wasn't it? Let's get into it. I, I think that, yeah, you know, if no, we there's... needed it or shit was stale or the game, you know, our teams both sucked and we were like, oh, we gotta do this fucking show again, you know? And I'm like, I think it just, I was just having that thought the other day. I'm like, we don't need some fucking midseason award show. I'm like, we got a bunch of people calling in, people's teams are winning, our teams are winning. And the league really, I mean, the entertainment value right now at the NFL and the, the script writers, everybody's doing a great job. I'm really, really, like, 12 weeks in, and I'm fired up. I'm on board. Like, they've got me, you know, anticipating the next episode the minute the previous one ends.
0: <laughs> now, now, Tim, is that because now, because, you know, this is, if somebody were to listen to that statement right there and then go back to week three or four of the season – And we sit here and talk about the poor product on the the field, yeah. And and so and and I I'm totally with you and what you're saying, because I think the the script of the NFL season has been very good, but that might might be because or has come at the the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know the you know. Is, is 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 has about the best yeah is that a it just, word? it's it's because the product maybe hasn't been that great or maybe it's because as tom brady said this week i was everybody. just gonna say i just <laughs> saw it on the bottom line <laughs> to mediocre a, right
2: people, yeah
0: but and and know, but but yeah.
2: you know we i think i'm just i'm just trying to to cover up how you know my team's winning. I don't give a fuck. Buffalo's sucking. Jets suck. There's no Rodgers. I mean, I mean no, of course but, I'm happy. I'm having a great time. Chiefs <laughs> lost last night. I mean,
0: I think that might be it right there. I mean, I, I have, I'm drinking a bourbon. Chiefs lost. I'm pumped. Is it because maybe because there isn't this dominant team? And even the dominant team in the Eagles or the Lions in record show major flaws. They're finding yeah. ways to win, but they are showing flaws. And... There's damn. parody and mediocrity, which which is what Brady said.
2: But there, there you know, that's that's probably I mean, damn, my team my team was begging the Raiders to beat them. Begging them, please beat us. Right. Here's another fumble. Here's you know, I mean it
0: was fucking brutal. So yeah, I hear I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. And and it's weird because you watch and what Look happens in
2: thi- Aaron Rodgers
0: is oh my god. Sorry, go ahead. I'm just gonna mute my mic and bang my head against the wall the uh i was going to say in this household we have the the problem with separating the nfl from college football and when the lions or a team that should win right isn't winning by 30 points there's something wrong and i've always got to remind my my wife my my 12-year-old son like this is the nfl Teams don't, like, when you see a double-digit spread in the NFL, it's rare. And for that spread to actually be covered, it's even more rare.
2: Yeah, and happening more this year than than normal. You're seeing larger spreads get covered. It's not normal. This year is, is even not normal. Your point is well taken. And, you know, with regards to your game, which we we're about to talk about, um, I didn't take the eight last week. In theory, everybody loved the Lions minus eight, but just take a step back and look at the f- one major factor. Justin Fields is on—you know—he's playing. That team scores a ton of points when he's there. Yes, he turns it over. Their opponents also score a ton of points, but Fields is a factor. You know, they're—they're they're not a good team, but by no means are they the worst team in the league. So no, they're going to score. And even look at the who, who I feel is the worst team—obviously Carolina. By record, but the Giants are fucking terrible. And look at what they did on Sunday. Right. Tommy DeVito, 245 and three touchdowns. Are you shitting me? I got knocked out of a survivor pool
0: because of that. Ah. Yeah. It's, I I think, to go circle all the way back to your original point, TM. I mean, this has been, you look at these divisional races, you look at um, how, the parody, as you said, has has kind of back. Yeah. Has has circled back around. And before this show, TM, and the reason why I was late getting on, I was actually going back and I was listening to to some of our predictions, right? And what we thought and who we thought were gonna win these divisions. And listening to our thoughts on the Bills, right? And yeah. the Bengals and all these I teams. I hope I picked I hope I picked Miami to win the division. You want me to tell you because I have it right here. I have it written down somewhere, too. TM picked the Bills to win. Oh,
2: gross, Tom. You fucking loser.
0: (laughs) And guess who I picked to win? The Jets. The Jets, baby. Well, well it's because you drafted Rodgers. That is
1: 100
2: <laughs> And talk about, speaking, let's just drop that in and drop out real quick. You handed me a beatdown this week and sent me to the bottom of the league. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, baby. Woo. I will say this, and fantasy, under all circumstances for me in five leagues, is over. But I was 0-10. And I was able to secure my first victory, so I will not have a winless season in a league that I won last year. So, whew. thank God, got, the, got right.
0: that off, got yeah. out, that that, got out. that
2: just out. Just had to just get that out of my chest. But all right, so tell me about now. You texted me. You're at the Lions game with your brother, your nephew, your son. You text me probably in the third quarter, and you're like, "Today is one of those days. You know, shit. They're not playing." up to their potential and you'd said that the officiating was definitely pro-Chicago and I was I was working but I was listening to my game and watching when I could and kind of just going through the same thing you were we were at least winning you were losing but I mean we were 14-13 or whatever for a lot of the third quarter and it was just like I it was just one of those afternoons now you're at the game but I'm just kind of in my head going oh well this is going to happen, you know? Yeah. In my head I'm like I'm like, "Okay, fuck." Uh, and I'm in, and I was kind of trying to justify it to myself saying, "Well, at least maybe if we lose to the Raiders, I can be more confident going into MetLife on Friday because we'll be going in there off of a loss and maybe I'll be less nervous." And we'll talk about that later as far as how I feel about going into that game on Friday. But anyway, Miami kind of pulled it out um, it was not pretty. There were turnovers. They The defense played incredible. Ramsey had two picks, one that sealed the game. Jalen Ramsey is worth every penny, as advertised. Please don't get hurt. Um, we are now somehow a stronger defensive team than an offensive team at this point. But I don't want to spend too much time on my Dolphins, because we're going to talk about a look ahead with them. So you beat me in the picks. I took Miami, and uh, you took the Raiders. Good for you. And uh, So tell me about the lions cause sick comeback. And a lot of people were paying attention to your game too. It ended up being one of the more exciting finishes of the one o'clock slate.
0: Yeah. So they, um, you know, lions, the, the, the bears, the bears got the ball to start, went straight down the field and scored. And I looked over to my son. I said, first 10 plays, first 10 plays. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but I love it. I love it.
2: And, and, you have to think that. I say that yeah. to my wife all the time when the bills are go down. I'm like, don't worry about it. It's all scripted.
0: Yep. And um, and then the Lions came out and went three and out. And I'm like, motherfucker, first ten plays not working for us. Um, but then you we had know, seven more. You had seven more. Yeah. And then the you know, and then it just kind of like meandered a little bit. But the Bears were driving. The Lions just couldn't get some. And then fucking golf. I, I texted this kind of in our in our group chat. I, I was like, "Goff looks to be on the take today." He had some of the worst interceptions, and he had three picks, two of which, you know, weren't necessarily his fault. I will say, I mean, he owns them. So, but he inter- he had an interview after the game on Sunday, or maybe it was yesterday on Monday, where he just came out and just said, "Listen, interceptions are the cost of doing business." Like, it's going to happen. And my biggest issue with it was, yeah, you look at C.J. Stroud, who everybody's like, had a fucking amazing game, you know, 350-some-odd yards, and nobody's talking about the two picks that he had because he had two touchdowns. And three, through three quarters in that game, Jared Goff had three interceptions and no touchdowns. Or maybe he had All a right. touchdown at that. But, but anyway, yes, interceptions are a part of the game. But the way that that game was kind of working out, it was not how you would expect it. They were just bad interceptions. They weren't trying to get a guy downfield. They were just – and so I was, you know, to a certain extent, you know, people were really upset. But at halftime, it was 14 to 10 Lions. Like – and I was like, all right, the Bears are just bad. Like it is what it is. Lions are just fine. You know, they're, they're struggling. You know, Fields is is a tough defensive, um, you know, a tough offensive player to, to strategize and defend against. So I wasn't super upset. But then the third quarter came. Lions get the ball. And they went three and out on the first drive. And it was third and two midfield, like 40-some-odd yard line. And the Lions have a chance to continue the drive, go down, score a touchdown, make it 21-10, to essentially put the Bears in their rearview mirror, make Justin Fields beat you with his arm, and they end up trying to throw the ball on third and two. And I, like, blew up. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You pay all this money. You've got one of the best offensive lines in um, the NFL. Just ram it down their throat. Pick up a first down and continue on. But nope, they don't do that. Bears come down the field, they score 17 14. And then the rest of the quarter, I think actually that next drive.
2: 2014 after that.
0: Yeah, the next drive, I think they went, I think that drive was like nine minutes long, too. And at that point, people are just like, what is going on? What's going on? Like what and in the end, Bears did Bears things. And Lions offense decided to be the Lions offense. And it was fucking amazing. I mean, yeah. I don't think there was a point there where I was like, I my mental state of the same old Lions, that's what, you know, here in Detroit, that's, that's us. That's 30 years of hell. I was never at that point in my head. It was always, well, this is just one of those games, and maybe there's something we can do to come back. And when the Bears kicked a field goal instead of trying to put us away with four and a half minutes to go, I said, all right, let's go. Down 12, four minutes to go. Lions go down the field. They score with a minute 15. Bears get the ball back, and what do they do? Run up the middle, run up the middle, throw a bomb. Thank you, Bears. <laughs> oh my God! Wait, there's a minute fifteen.
2: Are you saying the your first drive I only a took a
0: minute 15. fifteen? There was two fifty nine okay. left on the clock. Okay, we had three yeah, yeah, timeouts, yeah. and the Bears run it up the middle, not with Fields, run it up, you know, uh, off tackle, not with Justin Fields, and then try to throw the ball deep on a, you know, play. I mean, it was God. it what was are amazing. You doing? It was amazing. So did you? I- a lot, of people, great. a lot of people left too. And and not a lot, but I think after the Bears went up 12 with four minutes ago, they said, Oh, you know, it's it's that old mentality, like, oh fuck you, Lions. Like, listen, guys, it's the NFL. Lions are seven and two, like, before the finish of this game. Like, they, they're gonna lose a game. They'll probably lose two more. And maybe this was just that game. Right. And I tell you, it was Texas. I mean, it, with Chad. it is
2: it is in division, right? I mean, yeah. And it I was texting happen. with
0: Chad, I'm like, Chad was yeah, our our Vikings. Uh Chad must fan. have been getting so fucking excited watching that. Oh, game. well, he old. said he was like, I was outside doing leaves. He's like, and I saw the score. And he's like, he came in to watch the fourth quarter. And fuck you. I was like, all right, baby, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> but it was awesome. You know, we stuck around, you know, and, and the Lions for all the shit that Dan Campbell has gotten. And that all the shit that I've given him on this show about not being—he coached and played the end of that game to a T. Everything that that coaching staff did outcoached the Bears and put the Lions in a position to win that game and win it easily. They controlled that game in the last five minutes, and it wasn't even close. And that's what I expected to see for the first thirty minutes of the game. For the first forty-five minutes, but it didn't happen that way, and it, it is what it is. Good teams find ways to win. TM. That's it.
2: Were you off a buy,
0: or did you play uh, last no, week? We I, don't played, know, uh, I don't know No. Okay. Chargers, okay. Chargers last week. Oh, oh, that's
2: right. The Charger game. Yeah, I mean that's just fucking. Ex- that's an exhausting game in itself.
0: Yeah. Well, which is a surprise, right? I mean, the Lions can't find you know their right foot in their offense yet. We went to. But everybody
2: goes everybody goes uh, to sofi and scores 30 so we did too i mean it's that's just that kind of place it's like a neutral field you're not you know you got half the, half the stadiums your fans at least and
0: but yeah know, and that, then that's we, coming, that's coming,
2: that point's coming up in my picks later yeah,
0: we left uh we left the game we tailgated for another like two hours in the in the parking lots the boys were fucking playing football and we had happened to bring the tv out for this tailgates so we were watching the bills game and um and then it's i got to, yeah and then i got to come home and watch the fucking vikings lose and it was so amazing literally could not yeah. have been a better sunday football game for lions fans football day for lions fans
2: yeah the only problem for you was not like it's a big deal but the chargers could not beat the packers which is just pathetic yeah. but predicted on many different platforms um it's just too easy man the charge the 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 press conference with staley fantastic uh that team is going nowhere fast and uh yeah they're going to lose to the uh, ravens this weekend but anyway um all right so i think we should do uh voicemails now
0: okay yeah let's do that yeah sure. here we go
2: because it's gonna lead us into some other stuff
1: it's not in the way that you tweet us it's not all the facebook messages it's not in the way you've been mocking pj's
0: stop being assholes
1: 7 6 Call the line Tell the sportscast what's on your mind 7
0: TM yeah. Random Candy Review Oh, what do you got? <laughs> A Girardelli's Chocolate Square Salted Caramel It's fucking ah, amazing,
2: dude home run those things are so fucking good now they are i buy those all the time for the wife for valentine's day um bourbon big review. spender bourbon review i just ran up the stairs to top off this wonderful woodenville straight bourbon probably the mistake of the week but you know what i be drinking all weekend anyway
0: so it doesn't yeah. fucking matter started uh- early started early
2: 7-0. It's Tuesday. 708-316-8822 is the number. Give us a call. Here we go. I know what's coming. We're going to talk Bills, Jets.
3: Let's go. Okay. Or maybe the Dolphins down here. I think we can all breathe uh, a little a little sigh of relief uh, after yesterday. Um, look, never going to complain about a win, um, but there's still a lot of things these Dolphins need to clean up on the coaching side, offensively uh these moronic third and fourth and one play calls are, yeah. I mean, I'm over it. They need to stop that. I mean, there's no way you're going to be successful, especially when all defenses know they're going to pass on third or fourth and one. How about you run it up the middle and change it up a bit? Um, Sorry, that was just a little vent there. Uh, outside of that, no, defense truth, looks it's great. Jalen Ramsey is the best cornerback in the NFL. Uh, he showed it yesterday, two amazing uh, to you know, seal the game for the Dolphins. Uh, up next, Black Friday, New York Jets. Uh, I know. Last week, I said I was. I had a little bit of that that Dolphin fear. Not anymore. That team is a train wreck. The coaches. They, they, the coaches lost the uh, locker room. Uh, nobody likes that guy. Their quarterback situation is a disaster. Uh, I don't think anybody even wants to be on the field. For that team, to be quite honest, um, I have a, <clears throat> a lot more confidence in, in these Dolphins this Friday than I did last week. Um, I'm looking forward to them cleaning up the the bullshit, you know, stupid mistakes, stupid play calls. Uh, everything's in front of this team. They they have a chance to be great, the way this defense is playing, and what we know the offense is capable of. Um, You know, looking forward to calling in next week after uh, another Dolphin win. Pins up. Thanks, guys. All right. Um, It it makes me laugh,
2: Donnie, that (laughs) you are – the confidence is now there for Friday – but it's got nothing to do with our performance against the Raiders. It's all because of the way the Jets looked against the Bells. Fine. Okay? <laughs> it's fine. I mean, they were atrocious. Your boy Tim Boyle took the field, PJ. And he's starting now Black Friday. I heard.
0: I saw. Yeah.
2: I don't like that. See, okay. First of all, we're obviously all giddy about Jalen Ramsey. It's exciting. It is. Our defense is playing really good. The Raiders, I mean, it's 2013. They didn't score in the second half. The Chiefs didn't score in the second half in Germany. I mean, this is like, you know, unheard of territory for the Miami Dolphins and having a defense. I mean, Marino never won anything because they never had a defense. So when you're talking Miami and defense, it's this is uncharted territory. It's very exciting. All right, that and they're very healthy. That being said, all right, Donnie. I I I can't get on board with this confidence for Friday. This is a 10-point spread. This there's just so much going on here. That screams trap game. It just it just screams disaster. One of the biggest points being that I'm going to be there. Okay, And I'm not saying I'm a jinxer. I'm a jinx in Miami. I'm not a jinx at MetLife. We've seen some great wins at MetLife Stadium. I love his confidence. My brother is showing confidence, which is quite rare, honestly, because he's the first one to say, shut up. I mean, he was the one who said, don't blow this game at a turnover. Just fucking win, because we were all screaming about, we're going to win by three touchdowns. None of that happened. All right. So- uh I just, I'm just really nervous, man. I'm really nervous. Um, I I think we're going to call from the parking lot, hopefully just screaming bloody murder. But I just have this feeling that Tim Boyle is going to settle the offense for them. I'm not saying they're going to put up 30 points or anything, but this is going to be an ugly defensive battle where... I can't be confident that we're gonna win seventeen to ten or seventeen to three. If it was Zach Wilson, I think I would just be like, "Hey, we only have to score ten points and we're gonna win." Boyle sucks, but, dude. He sucks. Uh, all right, all right. But he, I mean, I know he played in garbage time against Buffalo. I, I hope what Donnie's point is about them being down on Salah, and I just think that the Tim starting anybody but Zach Wilson will give them. At least enough to, you know, get up for this game. Maybe. That's that's kind of my thing.
0: They still, dude, you it's know, still the same offensive line. It doesn't, it, doesn't it is.
2: And that, you're right. And that is, and, and that's kind of why I feel bad for Zach Wilson, honestly, because it's like, wow, he's obviously taken all this heat and shit, but the, he's getting rolled out week after week behind the worst offensive line in football. And nobody's really, and the Giants, I mean, DeVito was sacked, I think, nine times.
4: Yep, on saturday know,
2: yeah, and yep. and yeah and they still won i mean that's a record that's some kind of crazy record but anyway back to the jets so i just know the environment i'm going into i mean i've been i've said this before i've been had i've had deer, beers thrown at me hot dogs i've sat there for some bad losses like the monday night miracle when we were up 30 to 7 and lost um So it's always a little apprehensive going into this game. It's been fun the last few years, us, you know, I mean, just winning, winning pretty easily. And uh, fans kind of just don't even have anything to say. But I feel like we're walking into a very hostile environment on Friday. I think that the whole idea of it being this standalone first time ever Black Friday, blah, 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 bullshit. It's got to be Jets Dolphins. I think that's a problem. I uh, just hope they minim- like just minimize the fucking mistakes because. And he made a point. This we can have a whole two hour show on Mike McDaniel's play calling. Last uh, two weeks ago, and when they played in Germany, I said to you, I go for the first time. The shine is off the rose, and we are starting to question this guy as a head coach. He did not come out of the bye and put that shit to bed. He made it worse again on a fourth and one. We are fourth and one inside the ten. And he runs the same fucking wide receiver screen to Hill that blew up in our face in Germany when the Chiefs returned it for the touchdown. And it was really the difference in that game. And they did it again. And the Raiders knew it was coming again. And they blew it up. And right there, if we go in, it's going to be... I think it would have been 17-7 at that point. That game is over at that point. Because yeah. Aiden O'Connell... I mean, listen. He hit one bomb to uh adams Devontae adams aside from that their two field goals were on our mistakes our turnovers in our own zone and our defense came out and held them three and out field goal and then i think it was like seven plays field goal something like that six plays field goal so like the d won the game no doubt about it the interceptions like i said from ramsey complete defensive effort 20 to 13 listen the conversation is kind of like, oh, did the leak catch up to the Dolphins and stuff like that offensively? I mean, listen, you know, you're not going to score 30 points every week. It would be nice. It's what you want. You want to obviously average over 26, 27 points a week, but nobody's really doing that. So the mistakes, the mistakes are with the coaching and the mistakes are, I mean, to, you know, diving for a first down and just fumbling. I mean, just shit like that. You just want to fucking pull your hair out. But we continue to go away from the run. You know, it's fourth and one. I listened to a podcast, Dolphins podcast today, and the guy's like, Oh, we don't really have the running back that can get the one yard. What the fuck are you talking about? Every time Mostert touches the ball, he gets six yards. Just give him the ball or give it to the fullback.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. Or yeah, give I it mean, to
1: Tua up the middle. I mean, just get one yard.
0: The NFL and, isn't and, about, you know, 260 pound running backs getting a yard anymore. I mean, no. It's about. Some blocking and, you know, finding the hole. I mean, it's... uh, Anyway. Just look what the Eagles are doing, man. Just look
2: what the Eagles are doing. And I'm not saying... Because it it doesn't seem like every other team can pull it off. They're doing it their way, and it's working. Good for them. It ain't going to last forever, so enjoy it. But you don't wide receiver screen to Tyreek Hill on fourth and one. And you don't keep repeatedly doing it when there's film on you repeatedly doing it. I mean... Mix it up. I like McDaniel, but at the end of the day, yeah. You know, my buddy said to me today, he goes, "Are you excited for Hard Knocks?" And I'm like, I'm like, it's cool that I'll get an inside look at my team, but am I excited about it? Absolutely not. I feel like it's going to be this corny shit with Mike McDaniel making corny ass jokes with the players. Tua doesn't really have much of a personality, so he's probably not even going to be on. And you have Tyree Hill. and I, I, I mean, I'm starting to get a little irritated. Because I'm dealing with a coach who I think is getting a little arrogant with his offense. I mean, you listen to these press conferences the day after and the analysis of why that screen pass didn't work. And he has some kind of explanation where Tua looked right and he's supposed to look off and fake pump fake with the shoulder to waddle and then turn back. And I'm like, you know what, dude? I don't want to fucking hear any of this shit. Stop throwing the ball behind the line of scrimmage. They do it constantly. Screen passes behind the line of scrimmage. Running back, toss, pass. We all played Madden. Running back, (laughs) half, toss, pass. It's all these plays are originating behind the line of scrimmage. What are we doing? You're supposed to be an explosive offense. Throw the ball down the field. Our tight end was, I was getting excited and picking him up in fantasy in the early stages of the season. He's non-existent. So... We'll leave it at that.
0: Yeah. This say? Get, this
2: don't, week, yeah. No, I don't want I don't want to overthink it. That's kind of my point, is is I don't I think it's very cut and dry lately. That's all I'm saying. I mean, obviously you make your turnovers are bad. You know, obviously we don't want those, but I don't the play calling is becoming an issue and I don't I'm, it's it's frustrating. That that's all that's all it is. It's frustrating and he seems to be able to deflect And uh, I don't think, I mean, besides Tyreek Hill, you know, the quarterback doesn't have big enough of a personality where, you know, I I mean, he's got, I don't think he has any say. I think he's robotic. You know, I think Tua is, uh, he's a, he's a pawn in a system. And you can see when things break down and the system is not functioning properly, he is not elite. He is not a quarterback that is going to, you know, think outside the box, move out of the pocket and make things happen. So, listen, I mean, this is a conversation. The contract's going to come up and stuff like that. Am I sold on the guy? Does it matter if I am or not? I think McDaniel is. And I think it's kind of like in baseball now where, say, for the Yankees, for example, Brian Cashman has his pawn in Aaron Boone who is not going to lose his job because... cashman's really running the show right so it's kind of like i I, that's my analogy to mcdaniel and Tua. why would he go out and get somebody else when he's got a kid who can throw the ball and just operate the offense and just so but there's no blame getting thrown on mcdaniel i'm seeing the i'm seeing the fucking the holes here i'm just i'm just hoping i'm just really focused on the defense and just hoping that that's how we're going to win games here Cause we got five, four more fucking duds coming in, we could really yeah. go five and zero if we just don't make mistakes. But we almost threw the first one away, so I'm very concerned. And uh, let's yeah. just leave it at that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so what time is the game on uh, Friday?
1: Three o'clock. Three o'clock.
0: Three o'clock Friday. All right, good time. That's a good time for a game. I like a three o'clock. Oh, it's gonna days. be awesome. Yeah. So are you guys, uh, are you guys, you guys go down early? You a tailgate? What, what's the, what's the plan? My brother
2: just texted me about like what, what the plan is. He's like, we got a parking pass. I'm like, yeah, we need it. Um, Yeah, we'll go early. I mean, I don't think I'm going at like 11 a.m. or anything. I don't, I don't think I need a four hour tailgate, but yeah, we'll get in there by one, 12, probably 12, let's be honest. And uh, yeah, a lot of people we know, I'm actually going to be hunting a couple of of the uh, radio personalities and uh, podcast people that I listen to, because they're all going to be there. Nice. So I, I kind of want to wander the parking lot and kind of find them. Um, my goal is to get a picture with John oh, nice. in the parking nice. lot. Yeah. i I can find him. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know what? I think the best part of this is honestly now, unfortunately you kind of took this away from me a little bit, showing me how many games of college are on Friday, but to be <laughs> in that building for this game, there, I will not be looking at any other fantasy implications on scoreboards oh, or right. other games, other NFL bets. Right? There's going to be none of that. I can just it, I will be completely focused on the only standalone NFL game going on.
0: Well, the good and thing is for you looking at all the other games, like there's nothing good on Friday at that time. Like uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Texas, I, Texas, kind of... Texas Tech is seven thirty, and it's the State right. is. Eight thirty. So I already um, looked at that. Yeah, exactly. You're good to go. Yeah. You're good to go, T. Right. All right. Well, with that, yeah. let's um, let's listen to this voicemail here and and see what this.
1: Let's go, Alex. We suck again.
3: Oh no, we suck again. Oh no,
5: we suck again. Tommy, PJ, it's Alex. I'm gonna make this quick. Um. I listened to your show last week, and, PJ, I agree with you, man. This is bullshit what's happened in Michigan. Um, before I was an Iowa fan, my brother went to Iowa. I was a diehard Michigan fan. I had a family. I went to Michigan. And uh, so Michigan's basically my second team now. And I think and it's a fucking brother. good job. As I was telling uh, TM the other day, it's bullshit. You know, they're doing everything to screw over in Michigan. It's it's not fucking fair. I hope you guys beat the shit out of Ohio State. And, uh, TM oh. um, you're right. I am slowly going crazy. Transition from gangrene D- to to Lions Pride Blue. It's just, it's fun. Oh. Uh, yep. Yesterday, I watched the whole game, and I think I went, four or five beers deep watching the game. It's bullshit, man. We, we suck, dude. We're so horrible. <laughs> there goes our season. I, I, I don't fucking care what he says, our season's over. We fucked it. We fucked up. Uh Happy Turkey Day also. Um uh, my picks this week. I'm taking Lions and my Line. And I do think Lions break the curse. Give me the Lions, Cowboys, and Niners money line. Black Friday, I'll take the Dolphins money line, and Saturday, I will take Michigan money line. That's ooh. my pick. That's my pick for the week. So,
1: ooh, I'm Lions, betting Cowboys, Cowboys, Niners, Niners Dolphins, Dolphins,
5: and Michigan. Michigan Wolverines money line. Yes. Oh, so, happy Thanksgiving, guys! I uh, hope you guys have a good one. And, uh, oh, Tommy, I look forward to calling into your show next week. Let's do it. Win or lose, I'm calling to your show, and I am going Better. to Because we suck again. I have a turkey day, guys. Enjoy. Oh,
2: I love it. <clears throat> Thanks, buddy. Alex, I didn't see you this week yet. I mean, he must be off. He must be with family. Um, I'm actually going to put that... I'm gonna put that in that five-team money line because him and I talked about Lions, Cowboys, Niners, but it's not enough juice, right? Okay, so that would be. So if you bet those, you're almost getting even money, though. If you so if you bet all three of those on the money line, you know you bet 25, you win the 24. So you throw in Miami, and then we're gonna throw in Michigan. Hold on here, very excited. So, look, so there's a Jets fan, right? Jets fan literally saying, it's over, we suck, right? That's exactly what I'm afraid of. That's what I don't like. Like, But what I do like what Donnie said is how he says he thinks that the, the Jets locker room, right, they gave up. Yeah. On the coaching staff. Very, very interesting. Sick odds on this parlay. I'm going to put this in. Well, we're um,
0: already talking about, like, Salah getting... Run out of time, well, he, like, you know, like getting fired. He, here's the thing. Right? Here's I mean,
2: the you know. thing. Here's the thing. This is this is now, okay, you say you talk, you hear about the fucking Harbaugh, Michigan shit all day long. This is what I hear about. So, if you fire Sala, then Hackett's up next, right? Because the problem here is Rodgers. Now, he brought in Hackett. He brought in, or, or they brought in Hackett, because Rogers wanted it, they brought in um, uh, what's what's his? Oh God, Lizard. help me out here, Lazard, who's yeah. been a complete disaster. Yeah, but Rogers wanted it, and Cobb, who I don't even think is—I don't even know if he plays anymore. Right. So all these—all this has been orchestrated by Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, based on what Rogers wanted. So. That's why everybody says, look, Sala's not going anywhere. He's got to know he's got a free pass here because Rodgers is going to come back next year. Now, here's a couple of things I want to tell you, see what you think about this. Now, Salah benched Zach Wilson, I guess it was probably early fourth quarter, end of the third quarter. And he said in an interview yesterday, Monday, he basically said, he basically said without saying it that he was give, being pressured to play Zach Wilson. Because, I mean, all every week, the media is just like, how are you going back to him? Why aren't you trying somebody else? And he, Zach's our guy. Zach's our guy. Zach's our yeah, guy.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yep.
2: So, obviously, that changed, right? And he made the decision during the game, apparently. And I don't think that was appreciated. So... Everyone's like, okay, he's risked his job here, but not really. He can get out of this because of the whole situation, right? Because it's really about Rodgers coming back. Now, you're looking at the bottom line if you're watching any of these ESPN channels right now, and the report is Rodgers is planning on practicing within the next two weeks. And they were always looking at him coming back for the Christmas Eve game or whatever. Look. I don't know if it's Dan Lebetard, don't quote me on that, but somebody was told me it was him today. But there's this other report going around now, uh, the conspiracy theory that Rogers didn't pop his AC uh pop his Achilles. They think they're saying it was something else because how else could he be coming back this quickly from an injury that no and no and he wants to preach, oh Lord. you know, whatever your fantasy team name is and Peyote and yeah, yeah. you know, doing all this right. So So I think if it's Levitard, his his theory is it was all for the dramatics. And Rogers is basically saying, all right, everybody thinks it's my Achilles. Let's go with it and let me come back. And it will just be more dramatic when I save the season and we go on a
0: run. Now, they're just I mean, they're running out of time, right? I Well, they're they're losing games they're supposed to win. They
2: lost to the Giants, or they beat the Giants. They should have lost, but they lost to the Raiders, and they lost to the Chargers, two games that... All right, now the Raiders, obviously, if it was Josh McDaniel, they probably would have beat the Raiders. But the Charger game, I don't understand how everybody assumed that that was going to be a win for the Jets. Anyway, that was the vibe, was those were two wins on the schedule that both turned out to be losses. So they were thinking they were going to be right now... Six and four, right. but they're four and six.
0: And it's not like anybody's helping them out. I mean, the the, the no, the, not the at Browns all. are winning. The Steelers are somehow winning without scoring and, points, and they fire their OC, so they're going to get better, I think. Right, and then you've got the Texans with CJ Stroud that are just fucking right. putting yeah. it on if, people. So yeah, yeah. I I mean, I do you do you see? Rogers oh, look, this back could, if they're well this 40. could all
2: be put to bed this could all be put to bed by my team because we play them twice in the next three weeks so win Friday I don't care what they do next week and then whoop them in Miami you know um that's right. really what we're just kind of take care of all this nonsense but yeah it's it's you know and everyone's like well it's gonna be Rogers decision if he plays or not dude if they're four and eight the Jets have to say no
0: you can't, you can't, you can't sacrifice next right. year. The possibility, unless it
2: was year. just like a bad calf strain, right? right. I mean, at the end That's of the true. day, who knows?
0: Yeah. All right. Enough with the fucking. Jets. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, sorry. I'm, oh, and now we'll talk about that next week. So, just to go back to the Michigan thing, like, I want to be very clear. I don't think that it's bullshit. If Michigan broke the fucking rules, then they should be punished. I think it's bullshit how it's been handled. And how all of that. But I will never complain about punishment coming down for them. It's it's one of those things where, you know, they'll change the rule because it's so ridiculous. But hey, if you fucking broke the rule, then you need to be punished. Just do it how you would handle any other team. And not just because you don't like Jim Harbaugh. That's all I'll say. Next caller. Here we go. I like it. What up, ben
4: Sportscast? It's your boy, the Duke. And, of course, I'm here to call, talk to you about your Minnesota Skull Vikings. Oh, a tough loss. The winning streak comes to an end, and another one stays alive for the Denver Broncos. Um, you know, quick few takeaways. Uh, it was a defensive battle for the most part. Uh, both teams' defenses have really come alive the last five weeks. Uh, and still holding true. Um, that Denver defense is really good. The corners are really good. Um, my, you know, I will say Josh Dobbs, maybe came down to earth a little bit, but he he didn't look terrible. Um, not as crispy as probably the last couple weeks, but you know, they're still hopeful for things going forward. I think getting Justin Jefferson back would be huge. But I feel like some of his diva wide receiver side's coming through a little bit. If you ask me, he has a big vagina. Um, I think we're not going to see him until <laughs> after the bye week. He said he's never had a hamstring injury, so he, it's all new to him, and he's trying to like learn his body and stuff, man. Um, God, fuck you! Play your fantasy.
2: Um, but yeah, Denver's D
4: really good. Uh, I think the talked about hit, of course, early on in the game on Dobbs causes, it's kind of like mid-fumble, gets hit in the head. I don't know how this shit's not called. It's kind of ridiculous. You could fool us all and just have somebody go, hey, there was a helmet-to-helmet, call it. Like, we would never know. We know it when we see it on replay. So let's figure this shit out, all right? Um, congrats on the Lions pulling one out of their ass. Yes, sir. At the end, beating a bad Bears team, so congrats. Um, You guys got pretty much smooth sailing. Uh, Don't slip. We need to not slip. You beat us that first matchup. You will be a first-time NFC North champion. Congratulations. Um, Hopefully not too early, but good luck going the rest of the way. So we're going to keep our heads up. We got some good games uh, that should be very winnable games.
0: And, uh, school Vikings. Nice oh, little backhanded just, compliment from Chad. Thank yeah, you. 100%. <laughs> He's uh, calling, the,
2: calling the Bears a winnable game. Monday night. Uh, that's, I would I be careful know. there. Yeah. I, I'd be careful there, man. That's not, Justin Fields is an X-Factor. That's all I have to say. So, I don't, Thanks, Chad, for calling. Always, we're obviously fine-tuned on the Vikings, and we will be, obviously, for the rest of our lives because we're boys. I want to take this conversation to the Broncos because, sure. yeah, because of Chad C, not D C, the guy who was mad when they won their first game and their <laughs> second game. Chad, can you please call in and check in where you're at right now? What are they, five and five, four and five? I mean, just I just want to get your temperature because <laughs> sitting there watching Sunday night. So I had this, this uh, money line parlay I put in. It was based on listening to this group of people that I'm involved with. And the bets were Browns, Rams, like uh, Broncos, right? So I, I was like, I'm not betting these spreads. But I took each of them as a money line in a parlay just for fun, 10 bucks. So I go into Sunday night and I'm like, well, I've got action because the Rams pulled that fucking miracle against the uh, the Seahawks. And uh, so I just needed the Broncos to win. And this is what I did. So right before kickoff, I'm putting my, my infant to bed. So he's passing out my arms and I'm just like scrolling through the fucking gambling site. And I'm like, do I just hedge this? If I put 20 on Minnesota... I can't lose. I would just, instead of winning, you know, 40, I would win 25. Who cares? I'm like, just, sure. then I don't have to watch yep. the game, right? Who, exactly. That's the, obviously the definition of a hedge. And uh, I just couldn't pull the trigger. I'm like, why? It's a $10 bet. Just let it ride. Right. So I let it ride. And I proceeded to follow the game by watching the gambling site and seeing the odds of Minnesota go from plus money to incredible, like, waste of time betting on them to win. And then I sat down and watched the second half, and I'm watching this game unfold, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm going to win this bet. Like, I can't believe this Russell Wilson shit that's going on. Now, the, the touchdown against Buffalo Monday night with Sutton was incredible. Yep. They do it again this week when he lobs the ball into the corner, And Sutton just jumps up over two defenders and grabs it. I mean, this guy, is this guy back? Are we dealing with this shit again? Do I honestly have to sit back and deal with Russell Wilson? I mean, they're in it. I think if you go back to our conversation earlier on the show, when I was trying, you know, we were both kind of saying, yeah, like we're having a good time watching this league. I think that we all assumed the AFC was going to be so top heavy. And yet what you're watching are these type, like forget the Jets. And now we can, you know, amazingly shun the Bengals. But you've got Pittsburgh, you've got Denver, yeah, you know, Houston.
0: I mean, and that's the thing. I, and and as you're saying, I mean, Denver is a game behind Houston and Pittsburgh. Like they're yeah. literally, they could be in the playoffs by week's end.
2: It's mind blowing when they put up the playoff in the hunt and stuff. Pittsburgh's sitting there in the playoffs at six, and Buffalo is not even in. Yep. So it's, yeah, it's very messy right now. It's very messy. Um, but again,
0: To go fun. go back to your question to Chad, I would like, you know, the thing is, is if I'm a Broncos fan, like you can only be shitty and, you know, obviously tank for Caleb or whatever they want it, to.
2: It's too late for that. That's gone.
0: Right. And th- so there comes a point when you've got to look at it and say, all right, well, we've given Sean Payton 10 games now. And sure, the first handful weren't great, but like you said last week, TM, like you wish the Broncos, or I'm sorry, you wish the Dolphins would have never put up seventy. And Ugh, I, I wish, think yeah. the, you know the the same goes for the Broncos. Had the Broncos not led up seventy, maybe this wouldn't be that conversation. I think everybody just wrote them off, and obviously they started what were they one and four to start. But if they yeah, hadn't. And- if they hadn't given up the 70 as part of those first four losses then maybe this wouldn't be as big of a surprise and maybe we would have given Sean Payton the benefit of the doubt to get this thing turned around cuz it was well, in such bad seven-
2: shape yeah but giving up the 70 they cut a bunch of you know veterans and started playing some younger guys and you know it did, so basically they get destroyed by the dolphins It's probably the best thing for Sean Payton because then he's able to say, "All right, you guys get the fuck out of here. You're doing nothing for me, and you're just, you know, ruining my salary cap." And he gets to start coaching guys that actually want to play, and he begins his regime. You know, and it it happened to start probably a lot earlier than he expected. The Russell Wilson thing is, you know, and they're talking about it on the broadcast. It is an interesting X factor in all of it because it's not his guy right it's you know what is the future for russ wilson but he's obviously trying to there was i was listening to an interview today on uh new york sports radio and they're saying listen i think it was actually tiki barber on his own show saying uh russ wanted new york it didn't matter if it was the giants or the jets he wanted to come here for his clothing line so his whole situation and listen i haven't been quiet about how i feel about that guy but he goes to denver he's got nathaniel hackett last season he has an office not even on the same floor as the locker room which is probably one of the most ridiculous things i've ever heard when it comes to sports that's like barry bonds but at least barry bonds was in the clubhouse and uh What a fucking mess. So maybe he's coming back to reality a little bit, but he's still a turd and fuck him. And I still think he sucks. But listen, Russell Wilson's not going to be there in a year or two. We know Sean Payton is going to be, as long as he didn't send emails like Gruden did. So, you know, that being said, that's why I want to hear from Chad. Chad see, please call in. I want to know where you're at because you might be 500 or over after the, after week 12. And I, you know, and what are we watching them? We're watching them Sunday night now. Ugh.
1: This week?
0: Um, Do we
1: have to? I think know. they're prime time. Yeah,
0: you know, the problem is there's not you know, you're, there's a lot of teams on buy and then you got three games on Thursday, so there's no oh, there's no buys
2: this week. There's no buys Oh, this
0: they did not give anybody buys this week? No. No. Okay. Well, fuck me though. Denver
2: Yeah, pay attention. No, they're four oh five. This week it's Baltimore Chargers. Okay. Baltimore charges. Okay. All right, bro. Let's uh-huh. uh let's get to some picks and then get into this fucking weekend already. It's very exciting.
0: Let's fucking go. That's not the right one.
1: Lord, I was born again gambling man. Try to make some money by picking the best I can. When they come and take my house and my car, my wife don't understand. I fucking sucking
0: a I'm gonna go refill my beer TM so uh Go for it, I'll take l- I'll fill
1: the gap. I buy Pixar
0: yeah.
2: and I'll put them in no. first.
0: Yeah, we'll do we'll just do a pee break. Here we go. Give me a minute. Oh. One minute. Damn you.
2: But guess what? Oh, I gotta, I got to take a picture. Oh,
1: Here we but go. wait, right. But wait. Oh, what you I, got? I have a pee break sound.
0: What? Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable.
1: <laughs> I'll go pee. Then you go pee. Okay. I'll be right back. P Pee break. The show has gone on way too long. Now, will it ever drop? I got a piece so goddamn bad, but PJ won't shut up. Oh boy, isn't there a bottle near? Cause the toilet I can't reach. My legs are squirming, my bladder's burning. Relief is what I need. I need a pee break. I fucking needed a pee since the start of the cast It's gotta be soon and it's gotta be long Hurry up before I piss in my pants I need a pee break I fucking needed a pee break since the start of the show Can we please take one soon? I've had too many fears It's an emergency, i got to go Yes! You played
2: right into my card but I surprised you with it, and now I have drops to fill the beginning of the song with.
0: <laughs> fucking amazing. Yes, TM.
2: <laughs> yes. Alright, All right, people. I uh, I got a little caught up uh, recently, meaning today, bragging a little bit about my record in these picks. I am 21, 10, and 2. I had another two in one week. I lost on my Dolphins. Oh well. What are you going to do? It was wishful thinking. Jags minus seven. It's the only bet I did not actually put real money on this weekend because I had a great Sunday. But I did not bet on the Jags. I don't know what I was thinking, just not paying attention. And the Eagles plus three. That was fantastic. I actually bought a point last night and was sitting on him plus three and a half we didn't talk a lot about that game I think we actually should before we sign off because I wrote down on
1: statistics on how the Chiefs stink
0: yeah no we should we should definitely
2: talk I got a couple notes. notes we'll read I'll read through and we'll just laugh about them so two and one for me last week I am 21 10 and two. Oh my god having a year PJ loses on the Chargers wins on the Raiders loses on the Seahawks brutal though that's a that's a, that's tough a push right there. that was a push no, that's not a push. It would be a push if they were plus one.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So that's how that's how gambling works, everybody. Oh, I'm <laughs> still
2: teaching you. We're, we're, you're teaching me about college football. I'm teaching you about gambling.
0: Son <laughs> Twelve of and minutes.
1: twenty-one. Twelve and twenty-one.
0: Getting there. Getting there. Get All
1: right, here we go. This okay. Quick
2: preface to these this week's picks. My head isn't in this because. Where my head is this week is a two-pick week for Survivor. So it has been analysis and over-analysis for the last 48 hours about where the fuck some of these picks are going with these Survivor picks. It is, it's a big pool, you know, $60,000 know, prize or whatever. So I'm really just focusing on that. But here are the picks. This is what I'm looking at. These are This is where I put my money, not necessarily my Survivor picks. All right. The Steelers. What the fuck is going on with this team? We know what's going on. They're getting outgained every week, but they're finding ways to win. Mike Tomlin is one of the best coaches, if not the best coach in the league right now. What does he do? He says, hey, we're 7-3. and three. We're in the playoffs if it ends today. Montana, you suck. Or Canada, Joe Canada, whatever the fuck this guy's name is. <laughs> You're fired. Get out of my face. We need more touchdowns. Lock of the week. Give me the Steelers minus one at the Bengals. Are you kidding me right now? I mean, two teams going in opposite directions, and I, I I've had this conversation before, and I'm going to say it again: the worst defense in the AFC North is easily the Bengals. So give me some whoever OC. They're going to this game is going to be. I can't believe it's minus one. I mean, Pittsburgh's winning this game by at least ten points. I just I just think this is two teams going in completely opposite directions. Eakins is probably not going to play because he's on four of my five fantasy teams, and Jamar Chase is just checked out. Yep. And who are we starting? So forget it. I think that's the easiest pick of the week. Give me the Steelers minus one. All right, second game. Um, I'm just, I just, I think this is a really difficult week, but at the same time, I think there are just a few games here that just jump out me, jump out at me. The Colts. The Colts move the ball extremely fast. The Colts are losing a lot of heartbreaker games, but I think they're just starting to use uh, Jason Taylor, excuse me, Jonathan Taylor more here, and Minshew, you know, just do me a favor, bro. Don't make a ton of mistakes. Uh, This Tampa, I think this is like kind of a coaching thing more than anything else. Todd Bowles is such a joke. Baker Mayfield always finds a way to throw that late-game interception, I'm glad we're betting this today, Tuesday at two and a half, because I think by Sunday this is at least three and a half. I don't know this Tampa. I think Mike Evans is a little banged up. They're, they're just—I mean—the defense is kind of there, but they're just—they're just one of those like throwaway NFC South teams. I'm just not impressed with them. Um, I, the Colts have lost a couple tough ones. They won the game against New England. I watched that whole bullshit in Germany. I think they should have won that game by three touchdowns. They won it by four, whatever it was. I don't know. There's something there with the Colts this year. I think they're kind of like an upstart team. This is a win for them. I'm not worried about it. Give me the Colts minus two and a half. Now, the third game. Now, this is where it gets difficult. You got a lot of big spreads this week, or you can play around with some really tight matchups. You've got a few big ones that I like, but I don't want to bet that you've got a lot of tight games. I'm going to just go with one of the best teams in the league against one of the dumbest teams in the league and give me Sunday night the Ravens minus three and a half at SoFi Stadium. Yes, Mark Andrews is out, but just run the ball. I mean, this team, if if Lamar has to throw, he will. Flowers is breaking out. Ever since uh, Andrews went down, Beckham is breaking out. Like, the weapons are there. They have have six fucking running backs. They have a defense. They have the Chargers on the other side of the ball. Here's the other factor in this game. I went to Miami once to see them play the Ravens. The Ravens fans travel. Like, if not as much, more than any other fan base out there. It was disgusting. I looked at 70% purple in my own stadium. Look, SoFi is... Home of the dog, or the the road team. There's, it's, oh, it's like a neutral, a neutral field. I said it earlier. Ravens all fucking night on Sunday night. I can't believe this is three and a half. And I think that's only because of this stupid Mark Andrews injury. And yeah, that might affect Lamar. But give me a fucking break. He doesn't need him in this game. They suck. And I think that there's injuries on... The defensive side of the ball for the on the defensive line with them. Anyway, what a joke! What a joke! This is the game. I think Ravens win by fifteen twenty points, and Staley gets fired. Give me the Ravens minus three and a half. So three favorites, but in a very difficult week. Actually, on the board, give me Steelers minus one, and that's going to be three before that game starts. Colts minus two and a half. Ravens minus three and a half.
0: All right. Hmm. <coughs> All right, I like those picks. I like the Ravens for sure. I had that one on my list, and um, nice. I'm I not agree it with you. This week. <laughs> I agree with you on the uh, the Steelers. Although, you know, the the biggest thing with the Steelers is I don't know how they're winning any okay. games, let alone covering
2: defense. Yeah, man, it's I mean, defense. It's coaching. I think it's coaching, man. Tomlin's one of
0: the best. But we saw your. But you're absolutely right. You you saw with the Bengals what they looked like when Burrow was hurt, let alone Burrow not playing so it's um and, and i love your point the it, i think they said uh, about the steelers this is the first coach you know or coordinator fired in season in like 22 seasons or something like that wow i mean you got to be really fucking bad if you did get you fired the boswell?
2: did i send you the boswell clip in the no. group i think i did i don't know if i did so-
0: if i did i didn't watch it
2: So they're going, they're like, you know, entering the locker room after the game. And I think this Canada guy is high fiving or saying something to somebody. And the video catches Boswell saying, Yeah, it wasn't anything you did, motherfucker, or something Uh, like that. He's like trash talking to him. Yeah, and then he was fired the next day.
0: Amazing. All right. Well, uh, so let's see. Uh, Where's this game? I want to make sure I've got it right before I start jamming about it all right um one of these teams that has been up and down all season long and this is kind of kind of gone with the way that their quarterback has gone and that is the los angeles rams somehow they find ways to win somehow they find ways to lose in any given day they can look like a playoff team and then they can look like crap that being said they're going to play the Cardinals. Cardinals have nothing to play for. Kyler Murray still runs around like he's a toddler. And I feel like the Rams still have something brewing, something to play for. And I think the Cardinals are just done. So I'm going to take the Rams. I'm going to just lay the point. I think this is a win for the Rams, regardless of what they do. Um last week i know they said that stafford was banged up which is his you know mo these days i mean that's how he's been for the last uh you know four years but he's still out there he's still playing they still have some good players they still have cooper cup so give me the rams going to the cardinals lay in the point i think this is a win for them and a chance for them to stay in the hunt for that last wild card spot uh in the nfc all right, second pick. This one, as we just talked about, your Denver Broncos. The Browns are sitting here 7-3, and three, have a dominant defense right now. And I know the, Bron- the Broncos do too. But I even texted this out, I think, to the group late into the game uh, on Sunday is... This Broncos offense is literally the most vanilla and mind-numbing thing I've ever watched. And it still is. I mean, yeah, they won. But it wasn't because there was some amazing offense. Like like you said, Russ was just doing Russ things. And I don't think you're going to do that against this Browns team. You're going to give me points as the Browns to go into Denver. And I get it. It's Mile High Stadium. No, I love this. But... I'm gonna take the Browns and I'm gonna take the points all day. You're not scoring on us, and if you do, this game is gonna be it's gonna be like the game last week, right? And the, the the Broncos had to to scrounge, scrounge to score that last touchdown to put up 21. So I'm all gonna right. take the Browns, take the points, and walk away with an eight and three uh, seasons season uh, record oh, for baby. the Browns. <clears throat> Uh, all right. Uh, well, I didn't really pick a last pick here, so how about this? We talked about this. Josh Dobbs and your Minnesota Vikings. Listen, I've been mildly impressed with the Vikings' defense since I've watched them over the last couple of weeks, but this Josh Dobbs, even the points that the, the Broncos are—I'm sorry—the Vikings are scoring. They're not like they're not like pretty, like Josh Dobbs is just running around, scrambling, turning. Like, it seems lucky to be honest. It just seems like they're scoring out of sheer luck and 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 backyard, uh, you know, scrambling football. I watch the Bears, the Bears aren't a bad team. I think they've got some coaching issues, but I think Justin Fields is a guy that can keep them in any of these games. So you're going to give me three and a half points, a team that is fired up to win versus a team like the Vikings, which I think that that loss against the Broncos really, really hurt them. It hurt their, their confidence. And I know that they're still sitting there in the playoffs, but Josh Dobbs has fallen to Josh Dobbs' level, and I think the Bears are going to handle business. I don't know that they'll win. But this three and a half point spread, I like it. So I'm going to take the Bears and I'll take the three and a half. So that's the Rams minus one. I don't love that pick, but it is what it is. The Browns plus two and a half, and I'll take the Bears plus the three and a half points. Nice. And don't bet anything that I actually talk about because.
2: No, I don't know. I actually, I really like the Browns. And yeah, I'm I'm monitoring the uh, status of one Justin Jefferson for that Monday night game. Mm. But uh, all right, here we go. Let's play a new game called Guess the Stats. <laughs> not sc- okay. What team has <laughs> nice? What team has not scored in the second half in three straight games?
0: Does it start with a ch and ends with an eefs? You know it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. To that Monday night game. Hey, here's another thing. Aaron Rodgers, join me here. Valdez Scanling. Oh, my. with this guy. how When the Chiefs signed him, I was like, woofah, Because you knew this shit was coming. And it came in a big way. I mean, that ball, I heard... On a scale of 1 to 100%, that pass from Mahomes was like on a 99.8.
0: Yeah. I mean, it could not have been any more perfect. And I know – so they – there was a lot of bitching about Quentin Johnson dropping that pass in the Chargers game. That was in the
2: Charger game, yes. The rookie.
0: Rookie. Right. And that was – that catch was 50 times more difficult than the catch – or the pass that Valdez Scantling dropped yeah. last night.
2: I mean, the only positive, I mean, I'm thrilled they lost. The only positive, like, comment I'll make here is I, I mean, Mahomes, his press conference, postgame press conference. God bless this guy. What a professional. And I'm not trying to, like, blow smoke up this dude's ass ever, but hey, you've got Kelsey dropping balls, fumbling. You've got Christian Watson, two blatant balls. One goes through his hands. The other one goes through his hands. It bounces off his fucking helmet. Valdez, Scantling, and Mahomes up there. The ant- I mean, it is the it is the press conference that should be recorded and played for every quarterback for the end of time. I'm literally trying to, like, get something out of it. And I'm like, this fucking guy's nailing it. Good for him. I mean, he's obviously got two Super Bowls and stuff. But just perfect. Here's the thing: 121 rushing yards in the first half, and they go away from Pacheco. If, the, if you if you gun to my head, give me one player in the NFL that you wish was on your team. I think my answer is Isaiah Pacheco. This guy, he runs. I I I fucking love him. Okay, there's a little bit of a thing with me because he's from Rutgers. My brother's a Rutgers guy. It's just kind of a cool thing to see a Rutgers, you know, kid doing something in the NFL. But he doesn't just do something. I mean, this kid has taken over the number one running back position. <laughs> he has put Jay, uh, McKinnon and Edward Solaire. It's like they're irrelevant. Yeah. Like, no is a he, hard
0: fucking runner. He's see, he fucking runs fucking him. hard.
2: Yeah. You fucking go away from that. And that's on Reed first of all, but they still have a 17-14 lead in the fourth quarter and their defense, listen thank God, I've been saying it for weeks somebody beat this fucking team I'm so mad at my own team because we should have beat them in Germany and we didn't, and that game is going to chat my ass all season but, thank you Philly thank you, because I don't care if Philly goes 16-1 and won. I care. it doesn't matter to me what oh, fuck, I said I care Yes, you do. Sorry about that. I do. I do. Sorry. I was thinking about that last night. But anyway, goodbye. Like goodbye, Chiefs. Somebody else has got to beat this team. Yeah, the defense is good, but they are struggling so bad on offense. And we've been talking about it
0: for weeks.
2: I'm watching this game, going, "This kid's, this Watson guy's gonna be the number one. This is what he needs, right? That's fucked up." And everybody's still screaming for Rasheed Rice now. It's unbelievable. But I will say this. I will say this. I'm taking them in Survivor in Vegas this week because they're gonna fucking smoke the Raiders. Like I just don't this that was a bad look for them and I don't I I, they are a very good team. So I think that they're gonna come out and just kinda smack around the Raiders a little bit. And they usually do that in Vegas anyway, or oakland or whatever so yeah and you I, know, I, everyone's I, gonna be like oh it's in division and antonio pierce and you know, if this game was at arrowhead i would kind of shy away from it but the fact that they're going on the road after andy Reid loses a game off the bye i, I really like the chiefs this week actually i don't like the, the spread but i think they're gonna win i think they, i think they're gonna beat them up pretty good yeah
0: and it's it's you talking about Mahomes and you were class, you know, class act and all that, but I mean, the dude's skill level is that pass that he made on the fourth and twenty-two at the end of the game that Watson dropped. Oh, I know, right? Literally, I mean, a first down, catch the ball; it's a first down. And and it was, it wasn't like he just like. Was was scrambling around, and he just kind of like threw this like no, ball up. It was he that was fucking, shit. Was, that was shit. Was planned, right? And he threw that. he knew thing exactly what they were going to do. Fucking miles per hour. Like it was no. Ju- it was it was a fucking straight <laughs> bullet. And all Watson had to do is catch that ball, and they have a chance to win or drive down and continue that drive to win the game. One hundred percent. It was unbelievable. That
2: so. ball has to go to Kelsey. I don't, you know. I'm probably the the reason it didn't is because, you know, obviously he's probably triple covered or whatever. But listen, you you know, Tyreek Hill, they miss him so oh. bad. I I just can't believe that Valdez Scantling is a guy that they thought was
0: gonna fucking be
2: okay here. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah,
0: it is what it is. But we've said it. We've said it. All year long, TM. There's something wrong with the offense. And maybe it's not something. Maybe we know what it is. He's got nobody except Kelsey. Yeah. That's it.
2: He's got nobody with Kelsey. And and then Pacheco. I mean, yeah. just if your defense is that good, then just pound the rock. You know, just just fucking do it. I don't. Yep. Uh, one other thing I want to mention. Joe Flacco signs oh. to the practice squad with the Browns. Now, I know that he's not going to friggin', you know, I don't know. I don't know. What is he going to do? What do you have to do if you're their fucking quarterback? If nah, he can throw can the ball to Amari, Amari Cooper four times a game, they might win. They I won without him. Yeah. Dorian. I just, I'm thinking about all the late night ucla games i bet on last year with dorian thompson robinson and killing myself because that kid fucking got hurt on every play last year (laughs) and he was like worse than mahomes with the flag and the crybaby arm shit which is hilarious with him by the way but uh damn yeah that team is that team is the browns are seriously live right now which is incredible Considering Watson would be their quarterback if he was actually healthy anyway. So, this I'm telling you, the drama's there, man. This is a good season. As bad as the quarterback play and the injuries are, we are in the midst and about to go down the home stretch of a very entertaining season. And all I have to say to that is go Lions. Yeah, baby. Let's fucking go Dolphins.
3: Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super so Bowl because we're
0: the Miami, Miami Dolphins. All right, everybody. We'll uh, see you guys next week. Happy Enjoy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Right. We'll see you guys. Peace enjoy it enjoy the next fucking five days of the binge media podcast network at binge media.net support the network and subscribe to the full binge at patreon.com slash binge media follow us on facebook twitter and instagram rate review and subscribe wherever you get podcasts and don't forget i was gonna say um (coughs) what did you just say